This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, Summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Custom Inc. is an awesome way to recognize employees, thank customers, and outfit your teams with their favorite products and brands customized with your logo. CustomInc.com lets you make your mark on water bottles, backpacks, polos, jackets, and a ton more. Custom Inc. is your go-to custom gear partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing along with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. Oh yeah, and everything is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Check out what we can do for your business at CustomInc.com. Welcome to Cottage Talk Fall Time. I'm Russ Goldman, and joining me right now is Emilio Danello. We are going to give our initial reaction to Fulham's 2-0 victory in the first leg. That gives Fulham a 2-0 lead going into the second leg back at Craven Cottage on Thursday night. Emilio, is it safe to call this a tale of two halves and Fulham were the better side in the second half? Just give me your opening thoughts. And if you're watching live with us, feel mm-hmm. free to share your thoughts. Mm-hmm. We might share them during the show. Mm-hmm. And also, who was your man of the match? So feel free to share that. Well, apologies if having a bit of a croaky voice, you know, you know, blaming on, on Fulham's dominant two 0 victories. Blimey, that was a that was a promotional performance. You know, that's a team, you know, a team that's going to go up. But again, it's still early days. I'm not going to get carried away. We've still got the job at home to do in in three days' time. But you know, after that first fifteen twenty minutes where we had to weather a lot of pressure, yeah, you know, kind of for dominating. You know, Absolutely, you know, Hector game changing. You know, clearance on the line. You know, fantastic. That could have been 1-0 Cardiff. Um, there was another save that uh, Rodak made. You know, another day, that could have gone in the back of the net as well. So we, we weathered that storm. And we finished that first half 
pretty well. Tom, you know, typical Tom shot from outside the box, just skimmed the the side, the, you know, the post and went wide. But we were dominating. We started to create more possession, started to look a little bit more dangerous with Cabano on the on the left, causing a bit of havoc. But then, you know, Scott Parker made some some changes at halftime, especially pushing Tom Kenny um, further up the field. So I'm sure Chris Davidson, if he's going to be online, he'd be pleased for me to uh, to comment on recording Tom Kenny for getting more involved in that second half. But to be honest, we never we were in trouble in that second half, were we? No. We played like a team that's looking hungry for promotion, and we're now peaking at the right level. You know, Absolutely, we'll lead. Theoretically, we shouldn't blow it at home. We've got, you know, I expect us to, to you know, to turn them over at Craven Cottage, and then it's it's a one-off game against Swansea or Brentford. So yeah, one one step closer to the Premier League, and I'm very excited <laughs> to be honest. It's uh, so am I, my friend. Very, very excited. I, I screamed, and my oh my God. house really just went crazy. They like ran up to see what was going that on goal. with me. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, that goal, when, that you know, that goal. Poof. That was a fantastic goal. All right, my friend. We were just talking about this. What was the turning point of the match? I could come up with two. You've talked about both of them. Tom Kearney moving more up the pitch in the second half, or was it the situation with Michael Hector? Your thoughts? Yeah, for me, it's a Hector, you know, that, that goal line clearance, you know, that first half. You know, if they if Hakkadev had scored that, they would have well, it looks like we have a, a freezing situation. I don't know if it's on. It looks like it's on Emilio's end. Anyways, uh, I want to share some comments here with the uh, Fulham supporters as we uh, again we have a lot of people joining us live, and uh, again just want to share some some comments. Let's start with Ben Lloyd. Let's start there. Ben Lloyd says Anima was great tonight. Wembley calling. Okay, let's now go to. I'm just going to share a bunch of different. Comments here, guys, and sorry for the uh, technical difficulties that we're having. Max Wolbank has knee skins Ronaldo. I love that. Okay, Jake Hussey, I'm just going to share a bunch of comments while I wait for Emilio to join us. Anima, man of the match. Well, we're going to talk about man of the match in just a, a few minutes. Let's see. Let's talk about what my friend here shares. A surprise, Cabano, supreme free kick. Totally agree with that. And I'm gonna, just going to keep on. Sharing some comments while I wait for Emilio to rejoin me. Ralph Leach, Cabano is the new Roberto Carlos. We got a ton of comments. All right, Emilio, you're back with us. I think we just had had some technical difficulties actually on your line, but who knows Thanks. with uh, with, with technology? But it's okay, my friend. I've just been sharing a bunch of comments, and a lot of them have to do with Josh Anima and Niskins Cabano. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I was messaging a few people at half time, and for uh the wrong side of 40 and 50 will remember an FA Cup final replay in 1981. Tottenham played Manchester City and beat them 3-2 at Wembley in a replay. And for those who remember, Ricky Villa scored a, a similar type of goal to Josh Onema. I'm not comparing yep. Josh Onema to a World Cup. I think it was a World Cup winner, Ricardo Villa, who played for Tottenham Hotspur. But in that 1981 Cup final replay, he scored a very similar goal. We took two or three players on and... Hopefully those those supporters who are listening in now on the wrong side of 40 and 50 will remember that moment. And again, that just automatically brought memories of that 81 Cup final and great finish from Josh Onema. And he was looking strong and looking looking dangerous. He was yes. adding a lot of strength into into that team, making some good forward runs and causing them a problem. You know, we gave Cardiff as good as they got. You know, Cardiff play a physical game and Josh Onema was giving it as good as he, as he got. So, you know, great goal. And, that, and I think that was a deserved lead for me because we were dominating possession 
on their own pitch away from home. So great, great tactics from Scott Parker at halftime, making those changes. Okay. Let's start before the match. I want to talk to you about this, and then we're going to go through really breaking down the key mm. moments. Let's talk about Mitro, okay? <laughs> Mitro is not available in this first leg, Emilio. What mm. was going through your mind? Because we, we normally talk about the starting 11 and the 18 overall. My first thought, again, this is my first thought was, uh-oh, just like everyone else. But then the more I thought about it, and again, I don't think this is tactical. I think that there's something wrong. But I also thought that this might be an opportunity to put some pressure on Cardiff City because they were going to offer something different for them than what they were expecting with Mitro. Mm-hmm. So again, Fulmer better side with Mitro. But my after I thought about it, I was like, okay, let's see how Cardiff City adapt to Fulham not playing with Mitro. What, what was going through your mind when you saw it? Um, me being a cynic as always, you know, you know, always think thing <laughs> as a Premier League club coming to sniff for him and trying to say, look, you know, you don't play him in these. I had some people text me that. that crossed in my mind, you know, but the reality is, him not being on the bench, it was obviously quite clear he wasn't going to play any part in this game. So, if he was on the bench, I would have understood, you know, maybe there, you know, there was some reservation, not risk him unless necessary, but not to even have him as a substitute. That tells me clearly he wasn't fit. They didn't want to risk him, and it was, you know, it was a bold decision. But it's for me, if someone's not playing, yeah. if someone's not fit, don't play them. No, you know, in fact that he wasn't right. even on the bench, totally agree. you can't even be tactical. It's tactical only if you put him on the bench and let's kind of scratch their heads as to why they why is he on the bench and only bring him on when necessary. But he had no part to play in this game because he's obviously picked up a knock and protecting him in three for the next game in three days' time is, is key. So you know, you could argue it's a master stroke from from Scott Park. At the same time, if he's not fit and the medics have recommended he shouldn't be playing any part in this game. Therefore, not being on the bench, for me, tells me he's not, he's, he's not, he wasn't ready to play any, any contribution in this game. So, yeah, that was, my, that was, my, that was the, the decision that made me determine that he wasn't a fit person to play tonight, in which case, right. you know, but there is, there's still that cynical part of me that a Premier, <laughs> League club, a, bid, a Premier League club a bid for him, and there's a condition there that he mustn't pick up an injury. Yep. Well, who knows? Who knows this stuff? I just shared this comment from James Pierce. Does Mitro have an injury or mind gains from Parker? Now, the club did something that they don't normally do, Emilio, on Twitter mm-hmm. after they did the starting 11, the 18 overall. Yeah. They actually tweeted this out that Mitro was dealing with a slight problem mm-hmm. and that he was not going to be in this match with mm-hmm. the hopes of potentially being in the second leg and hopefully the final. Okay. So I understand that. But what's funny, I'm going to share this with you. I was. Mm-hmm. Actually, on Twitter, someone tweeted to me, was the club and Scott Parker actually listening and watching the show because we've been asking them to be more revealing with injuries. So <laughs> I, I, I just found that yeah, funny because yeah. they don't normally reveal this, Emilio, but they yeah, actually right. did an hour before the match. Well, what are your thoughts about that? that? That was actually interesting that they were forthcoming about this. Yeah, and again, there is an element of mind games from Park from the club in terms of obviously Cardiff would have prepared for to defend against Mitrovic and making right. you know, so to then then have to start shifting um, approach and tactics to accommodate that. You know, obviously that's that there is a slight element of mind games there from my perspective. But at the end of the day, it's you know people saying was he rested or was was it intentional that he wasn't playing? That's it's nonsense. You know, if your best yep. player is is reasonably fit to play, you play him. End, right. of, end of story, you know, whether it's, so for me, there was an element of mind games in terms of making Cardiff have a problem to deal with in the lead up. That would have caused a bit of disruption in their dressing room, in the readiness for the for kickoff. But 
if he's not fit to play or even be on the bench, then that tells me only one thing. You know, he was he he's got a knock, and hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll be back in contention on Thursday. But do we actually need him on Thursday? Question mark. It might give him the opportunity maybe to start from the bench and only use him when necessary, right? Rather than risk him for and then potentially miss a cut the cut final in the final next week. So if he is fit next game, don't be surprised you'll see him on the bench. Okay, excellent. And this goes back to, again, we, we were dealing with a, a little bit of uh, technical difficulties for just mm. a few minutes at the beginning of the show. And we were talking about turning point. Mm. And it's funny because I've had, if you see the comments, Emilio, someone was talking about the turning point of the season was getting Michael Hector. So this goes to what you were talking about early on with that clearance, because mm. that to me was massive. But I also want to give Scott Parker his credit. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as you said, whether you think that Tom Kearney is the same player, I don't think, again, that he has been the same player this season as he was two seasons ago. Mm. But when he went, you know, his uh, the way that Fulham were with him in the second half, like mm-hmm. you said, you you saw a tactical change. That, again, is a major turning point for Fulham in the second half, Amelia, where he had more luxury to be more up the pitch. Yeah, and I think what was, in, what was exciting about that second half, you know, what, there's Parker Ball and there's defending from in your own half. This was Parker Ball pushing up into into the opposing <laughs> half and keeping and the movement was beautiful at times. You know that you know one touch movement. You know yeah. people in the right positions. Tom moving. You know stepping. You know pushing up the field, looking. You know making making a difference. Onama making some good advanced runs. Cabana looking dangerous. Just the movement off the ball was was a delight to watch. So you can argue there's that Parker Ball and there was a statistics that the commentator said that we've got the most most successful passes in in our own half not in the, not in the attacking half that, obviously that was contradictory when you look at this game because I thought second sure. half we we were push, we had so much possession and in their own half that we you know we look like the home team at times and so all credit to Scott Parker there was an air of confidence in that performance tonight that was key it wasn't right. we were we, we sat back for the first 15 20 minutes absorbed that pressure yep. weathered the storm and then there was only one win at the end, you know. So at the end of the day, all credit to Scott Parker and for the team for for doing the job. They had Absolutely. a job to do, and they, they they stuffed Cardiff good and proper tonight. So Absolutely, I've got a lot of comments about Tom Kearney, but Tom mm. needs to play like that every game for ninety minutes. This is from mm. Toby Jones. Okay, I'm going to share a couple more. All yeah, right, because we got a bunch of comments about Tom Kearney. Roy Richardson, old Tom, second half, totally yeah. agree. Yeah. And I'm going to share a couple more here. Tony Sperry. Kearney found his play today. Very good for him. So, again, we're seeing all these comments. And this does go to Tom Kearney being unlocked, if you want to say, playing a little bit different role in the second half. I'm, yeah. I'm going to share this from another comment because we have so many comments about Tom. Let me get he won the free kick as well. He won the yeah. free kick from, you know, Cabana scored from as well. So he was more involved in that second half. Looked a lot more hungry. But equally, is it Tom Kearney? playing more defensively or is it Scott Parker's tactics that typically allow, makes him play in a more defensive role? So, you know, you know, Chris Davidson, I haven't yeah. seen you online tonight, but, uh, you know, I, I've always said I'll applaud <laughs> any player if they play well and I'll criticise when they don't play so well. And I've always been pro and negative towards Tom Kearney when he does well or doesn't play so well. But tonight, second sure. half, he, 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 led, he led as a captain. So, yeah, well done, Tom. Absolutely, and I'll just share this comment. You probably see it right there, Emilio. Maybe TC plays better when attacking focus, yeah. not on Mitro. What are your thoughts about that, Brian Lake? Well, on, on yeah, very on interesting. Periscope. 
Very interesting point. And, and this goes back to me. I think for me, without Mitra being your target man, we had that more movement and that sort of, you know, the passing between That's right. Oliver, you know, you know um, Tom, Cabano. There was just beautiful movement there. Bobby Reed, you know, you know, causing a bit of a nuisance. I think Knockout had, a, again, another average performance. He was probably my, the weakest player on the pitch again. Didn't offer very much. Right. But overall, that movement was a lot more subtle. You know, with Mitchell on the pitch, maybe we play a little bit more defensive at times and occasionally try to play that long ball to Mitrovic. I actually thought we played more fluently without Mitrovic. And I, I support a lot of the comments <laughs> that our listeners are, are, are people watching are saying at the moment. Yep. I'm going to share this one right here. This is from Bread underscore 1998 that watching on my Twitter account, Tactically mm-hmm. Parker has gotten that spot on this evening. It was just brilliant from start to finish. Now, if you want to say it's brilliant from smart to finish, maybe, it, like you said, tactically, it yeah. didn't look brilliant. No. But the first half, again, you and I were talking off air, Emilio. I think maybe in his mind and maybe the team's mind, let's just get to the half even and yeah. then go for it in the second half. And then he yeah. made, like I said, he talked to them at halftime and there was a change in the second half, a dramatic change. Yeah. And I was talking, I was chatting on, you know, a half time and before the end of the first, I was Steve Reynolds. I know he's, he's listening in, and yep. we were saying if we weathered that first twenty minutes or so and still stay goalless, then we've got a chance. An opportunity will come our way in due course. And I think just think we just we just stepped it up a little bit in the last 10, 15 minutes of that first half. And you know, with those those tactical changes Scott Parker made, you know, we came out of rejuvenated in that second half, absolutely, uh, and, you know, totally dominated. And that's that's a very professional performance. That's a promotion winning performance for me. And for me, let's just just finish off the job on Tuesday, on Thursday night, and uh, then it becomes a one-off lottery against either Brentford or Swansea. But I'm not going to get carried away. We still got a lot. <laughs> we still got a lot. Yeah, I'm not going to get carried away, Emilio. I'm not going to get carried away with no, my shirt no. that says winners. I'm not. I'm not going there yet. Not but yet. you know what? It was extremely encouraging. They go mm. to Craven Cottage. I said if they go to Craven Cottage, even or with a lead, they're in great shape. Well, now they have a two-nil lead. That, mm. to me, is, is huge, Emilio. And let's talk about this. We've been focusing on that, and then I want to talk about the goals. Just overall, dominant second half for Fulham. And I don't think we can, you know, sugarcoat that at all. I think we need mm. to really talk even more about the difference from one half to another. But, mm. again, was this the plan from Scott Parker overall to just get to halftime, like I said, to try to just weather the storm, like you were talking about in the first 15 minutes, get out of there, mm. and – like you mentioned, the Michael Hector situation, take care of the situation and maybe you're ahead at the half. But the second half was a completely different form. And that I think we just need to keep talking about that. Yeah, and again, we shouldn't underestimate the quality of that performance. You know, we've, you know, we've gone to an opponent, a team who actually on form as well. They, 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 they Very secured, much so. You know, they deserve to be in the playoffs because they've, they've, they've had a great run of form of late. But, you know, we... Sh- we there was a bit of a, there was at times a gulf between ourselves and them in the way, in just in terms of the quality of performance, the players on the pitch. And if we had played like that more regularly throughout the season and beaten the likes of Barnsley and Hull City, we would have been automatically promoted. And that, that's a frustration. You know, we have that ability to play that type of football on a regular basis. And yes. unfortunately, we, you know, we haven't done it enough this season. But, no. you know, but most people will know I'm not Scott Parker's biggest fan, but I keep, I keep saying, <laughs> but you're honest. Yeah. I'm honest. You know, at the end of the day, he's got us into the playoffs. One step into that final playing football that many fans don't appreciate and don't like. So what more do fans want? You know, all these fans saying, well, I'd rather not get promoted because we haven't got a good enough team to stay in the Premier League. That's nonsense. 
you know, everyone's ambition is get promoted and find a way to stay up there, to be honest. And the gap between the bottom six in, in the Premier League and the top three or four, I think, is very close at the moment. I think the Sky Sports commentators were saying that as well. And yeah. for me, you've got to get prom- you have to get promoted. If you can get promoted, you go, you get, you go up, and then you find a way of staying up. And you know, all these Scott Parker haters, then you know, eat your words now, guys. You know, yeah. We said it after those first two games against, you know, back from the the lockdown against Leeds and Brentford, where we got, you know, embarrassed at, at times. But I remember coming on that show and said, look, we, we'll come back. We're going to get into the playoffs and who knows? We'll see how we can turn things around. But you have to keep believing in the team. And, you know, Scott Parker's done a good job getting us into the playoffs. So thank you, Scott. And thank you to the players for giving us a chance to smell the Premier League again. So I don't know, Russ, um, sounds like you've, your line is a little bit dis- gone at the moment, so I'm just looking at some of the messages here. John Nixon, great win, lads. Bobby Reed and Knockhart were poor, but great play from Hector and Josh. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, Knockhart had a very average performance day, so again, not not very happy about that. Again, he, he's he's playing week in week out, but he's yep. not creating anything. His final ball is very very poor. Um, and then you've got Old City. Where's do you stay cautious and yep. sit the big man Thursday? I think we mentioned that earlier. If he is yep. reasonably fit. I wouldn't start him. Let him recover for a week and play him only if necessary on Thursday night. Okay, excellent. We've got some great comments. All right, Emilio, let's talk about some of these goals. Let's talk about the goal from Josh Anima. <laughs> um, again, this was an incredible goal. He keeps scoring these incredible goals. Your thoughts on the goal from mm-hmm. Anima, then we'll talk about Cabanos. Um. He was just per- per- persevering, wasn't he? He wasn't going to give up, to be honest. He, want- he wanted that ball, you know, and was determined to get that ball. And for me, as I mentioned earlier, it reminds me of Ricky Villa's goal for Tottenham versus Man City in 1981. I'm not seeing any comments from our listeners and people watching today. They agree with me. But yeah, that was a, that was a quality goal and a quality finish. And you could- that was a man with confidence. And I mean, we've mentioned a few times on the show when we saw Josh Reinema at the end of last, the end of last year and the beginning of, of this year when he started to dominate and be a threat and then he picked up the injury and we all we all noticed the difference when he picked up that injury and was out for a few games but thankfully the lockdown has allowed him to recover from that injury and play an important part in getting promoted so great goal great finish and that's that's what confidence does to you absolutely whether taking a road trip to the beach heading to the mountains or driving to the city summer adventures are non-stop fun in a new honda but let's face it summer trips can really add up That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Meet Allison, teammate at Truist Bank. Hi. She was born to care, and she always had your back. You could say that. Like that time back in the mid-'80s when she spotted Stacey Kaminsky with her new perm and a car was coming, about to hit a puddle. So Allison jumps in front of the splash, just in time to protect Stacy's fresh curls. Look, I had to do it. A wet perm just doesn't work. Today, Allison's a teammate at Truist, the bank that starts with care. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Learn more at truist.com slash care. Truist Bank, member FDIC. All right, let's now talk about the second goal. Again, Cabano yeah. scores incredible goals too. What mm-hmm. is going on with the two of these guys? But... It's funny. The minute I saw him take this free kick, I'm thinking he's going to score again. Mm. I was just wondering if he was going to go underneath or go over. And this one was mm. over, Emilio. And again, another quality goal from <laughs> Niskin Cabano. 
how can we not start this guy? Because again, he gives you a hundred percent and mm. he's proving it that he can score goals too. Yeah, exactly. You know, at the end of the day, I've always been a bit mi- mi- mixed opinions about him in the, over the last few years. You know, like I said on the last game, last show last week, you'll have a two or three good games. Then he, then he has a bit of a, an off game, gets dropped, and then you don't even see him on the bench. But now suddenly he's got his, he's spent his best, best form of his Fulham career, to be honest. You know, he's getting goals. He's looking dangerous. He's got a new lease of life. But again, let's not get carried away. It's only, he's, <laughs> it's only the championship. And I'm saying that, you know, with a pinch of salt, but. Right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's let's see if he can sustain this level. He's not. I don't think he's a Premier League player. Um, but if he's, we don't get promoted, then yeah, he's worth retaining for maybe another season or two. But for me, it, he's, he's playing. He's in a rich vein of form, and hopefully he'll continue that over the next couple of games. But once he was on that ball at the free kick, you, I think there was only one. There was going to be only be one thing. It was going to be in the back of the net. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't see anything other than that. <laughs> couldn't see anything other I than was, that. You know, and again, think about Tom Kearney. You know, Tom Kearney set this mm-hmm. up. You yeah. know, Tom Kearney, you know, again, he took the abuse on that situation mm-hmm. and they ended up getting the free kick. And what a free kick it was yeah. from Niskin's Cabana. Like I said, two tremendous goals, but that shouldn't take away from the overall performance from Fulham, which I think was excellent, especially in the second half. It was more professional in the first half. Second exactly. half was all full, my friend. All right. You look at Tom Kearney there, for example. You know, yep. we're 1-0 up and Tom Kearney was still pushing to get that second goal. That's One right. free kick. You know, and you know, like they got it's like knocking the face, and you know, Kimano, you know, polished it up from the, from from a dead ball situation. But for me, well done, Tom Kearney, for pushing forward and trying to get that grab that second goal. So uh, absolutely in there, absolutely, my friend. All right, let's end with man of the match. If you're watching live, feel free to share who was your man of the match because I think there are a few different ways you can go on this. I'll give you first crack at this, Emilio. Who was your man of the match? Yeah, it's one of those games when you're. It's not an easy choice. I thought Cabano's free kick was great, and he always looked dangerous on the, you know, out wide. He always, you know, was taking his man on. He won. He, he, the opposing defender got a yellow card in, you know, the point when Cabano was attacking in the second half. Yep. I'm going to give it to Josh Onima. I thought okay. Josh was influential throughout the game. He showed his presence. He, you know, he, you know, he was he was manning up up to the Cardiff players. There was a couple of moments when you know he was giving verbals back to the Cardiff. Cardiff players, and he scored a cracking goal. So I'm going to I'm going to give it to Onima. I think. Okay. I thought he overall he had a very good performance. Okay. Excellent. All right, Emilio. They are flying in. All right. We have a bunch of comments. Here we go. I'm just going to let them rip. Steve Lidyard, Cabano. Okay. okay. I'm just going to we're Close going to do this kind of rapid fire. Hector from Niamh Brady, and I hope I'm saying your name right. If I didn't, I'm sorry. That would be a Goldman, of course. Let me just keep on adding these. Let's see here. Boy, I can't even keep up with them. Emilio, because they keep they keep coming. John Nixon, John, uh, Josh, and Hector, man of the match. Let's see. I'm just going to keep on sharing the many. I think we would look much better moving forward than we have in previous games. I always say, it, but pressure on the ball makes such a difference. Yeah, Again, uh, I was just trying to keep up. Very interesting from Ollie Ward. What do you make of that, Emilio? Yeah, I think I think I think we were saying that earlier, weren't we? That we we were pushing forward a lot more. Our movement off the ball was a lot neater, cleaner. And a little bit more swifter as well. I think we, you know, we didn't often pass back into defence and yep. back to our keeper. It was very much stay on the halfway line and keep pushing forward rather than going back to Rodak. So for me, you know, there was there was there was maybe an error of confidence in that performance. And I think it's Cardiff were made to pay for not taking their chances. You know that you know another day that would have gone in. That would if it wasn't for Hector. And then Rodak made a very crucial save yep. as well. So 
Cardiff deserve to be leading in the first 20 minutes, but they don't, if you don't take your chances that we've seen in this division, you're going to get punished. Yep. Uh, very good comment from Ollie Ward. This is from James Pierce. Onuma second would, would be Hector and Reed dominant again. It's funny. We haven't even mentioned Harrison Reed. Yeah, Harrison Reed. This is the thing when, when you're struggling and you're, you're, you're defending for your lives, that's when Harrison Reed will be more evident and more visible in terms of what he does because we played with a lot more attacking prowess today. The focus was away from Harrison Reed and more on your attacking players, which is why yep. Harrison Reed just quietly got on with business like he does with every game, but maybe wasn't as pressured as he was normally was, had less mopping up to do today. Yeah. Okay. David Perry says, Onoma and Hector, I cannot choose Emilio. <laughs> yeah, I thought Hector, like I said, for that game changing um, tackle and, you know, clearance on the line early in, in the first half. But for me, he had very little to do for the last, you know, in the second half and the last 10, 15 minutes of the first half. So that's, but I thought Onoma was, you know, was was a threat throughout the game. Yep. To be honest with, and he scored a cracking goal. So for me, I think it's, it's Onoma with probably Cabana close second. Okay. I'm going to keep sharing some comments. Christian Bookman. Cabana was class. Happy he stuck around and didn't want to move. Man of the match is either Cabana or Hector for that mm-hmm. block. And again, we're seeing a bunch of this. Yeah. You know, again, we're seeing a lot of different names, which is yeah. encouraging. I, I, I want to share this from a friend of mine who actually lives near me in Massachusetts. Huge disappointing moment of the match. No flips from Cabana. Yeah. Didn't want to pick up an injury. That's why, Brett. <laughs> if, if he was going to cause an injury, Scott Park would be kicking him up the backside. So I think it was, that was <laughs> I like that one. That was good. Okay. I'm, I'm going to share this. I, I don't think I shared this comment. This is from Michael Meltzer. Big heck was the game changer. Like I said, we're just getting so many comments. And if I've actually have uh, shared it twice, I apologize for that. But again, I just wanted to make sure I got everyone's comments. And Emilio, we should wrap this up soon. Just give me your final thoughts on this. And what should be Parker and the players' mindset going into the second leg? What should they be thinking about on their way home from Cardiff to – basically get them ready for this second leg, which again, for Fulham, you have a lead. What do you do? What is your mindset for that second match? I think no different to the mindset going into the first match. It's only, the job's only half done. You've only, you're only at half time. Um, so continue to focus. It just takes one moment. It takes a sending off, an early sending off. Suddenly you're playing, you're down to 10 men against for, for 80 plus minutes. Things can change very quickly. Football's a funny game. So I, Scott Parker, knowing how his philosophy and the way he manages, he'll be telling the, get the players, you've only done, only done half the job, go in, play as professionally as you have done. He'll probably play the same you know, Parker ball type of style of football and, <laughs> and, just, and just keep and keep the score down and make sure that we don't pick up any injuries for the, for the, for the final. That, that's key for me. So if Mitrovic is not 100% fit, he shouldn't start on, on Thursday. And the likelihood we probably start the same 11 as we had today. We might potentially, and I'm throwing it out there for feedback, yep. um, maybe a, Kamara will start instead of Bobby Reed. Just throwing it out there to give him more match practice, match fitness. Just if he can go in at least 60, though. Do, do yeah. we know he has that in him yet? I, again, that to me is the unknown with uh, Abubakar Kamara. If he was healthy, Emilio, I'd be there with you. But I think uh, Scott Parker is just uh, – seeing what he can get out of him in small doses. So I don't know if he can go that 60 or 90 minutes at this point. That, that's my only thoughts on that. I wonder if he'll start him on, on Thursday. To give I don't him, know. Give him an hour. 
because Bobby Reed again didn't didn't really offer much. Knockhart again was disappointing. So you may potentially see AK given more a starting starting place and for one of those two. You never yep. know. Yep. Okay, I'm just going to share this comment because this is just to remind us. Okay. Oh, well, sorry. I, I the knockout playing better. Yes, Steve. I that was actually the wrong comment. Of course, I got people I'm sharing all kinds of stuff. I thought knockout was disappointing. I thought you know his final ball again okay. left a lot to be desired. Okay. I actually uh, again that that was a Goldman, but thank you for sharing that comment, David Perry. Remember, Derby mm. lost at home last year, yeah. then went to Leeds and won four to two. Still have a way to go, David. Yeah. You are one hundred percent right. I'm glad that you shared that. Emilio, that to me would be my advice. It's, it's funny. Yeah. If I was Scott Parker, I would remind him of Leeds United and Derby County. Yeah, yeah. I keep how, how often do I keep mentioning this about Derby County all all this season about the analogies between Scott Parker and Lampard, Derby yep. versus Fulham. So totally agree with you, David. You know the game's only it's only half time in this in this fixture, so we've still got a second a second leg to 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 carve out. So. I'm not getting carried away, as I've mentioned. I just in the end of the day, Scott Parker will get his. He'll be well drilling his players to focus on that second leg on Thursday. He won't be getting carried away. Trust me. Okay, excellent, Emilio. Great show. It's so good to do a show after such a wonderful match for Fulham. Oh, it was just wonderful, and I I could not wait to start the show. And, and again, anyone that's watched live, sorry about some little glitches, some technical difficulties, but for the most part, Emilio and I, you know, again we. We uh, tried to go through this as best as we could, and uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. And trust me, we both look forward to the next match. But that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. For my co-host, Emilio Donnell, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. For Fulham fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Never miss a match with live commentary, goal alerts, lineups, in-game stats, and TV and radio links for over 100 leagues globally. Download the free COY Whites app now from the App Store and Google Play. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. The, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
It's the 90th minute. And all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. And you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.